What's up, everyone? This is Brian Ward, host of the Data Podcast, the podcast show for dads, about dads, being dads. I'm super excited that you're here and for the guests that I have on the show today. But before we get to the interview, if you have not yet subscribed to my show, please make sure you smash that subscribe button so you don't miss a single episode. Also, make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel as well. The link is in the show notes. Now, let's get on with the show. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Dad Up. Thank you guys very much for joining me today. This is a special day. This is a special episode. Uh, and the reason that I say that is because it's just me. Uh, you're just going to get me today. And I wanted to do this uh, for a specific reason because of a certain time in our lives that we're all going through or about to go through as parents. And so I didn't want to have a guest on my show today. I wanted to talk on a specific topic to help guide you as parents. Uh, this is a data podcast, but you know what? This is a topic that deals with for that, that is particular to parents, moms and dads. And this is a topic that can really help your child as well. But the topic that I want to talk to you today about is sending our kids away to college. It's a tough time for them. It's a tough time for you as parents. I have two boys, as you know, 23 and almost 21. And my wife and I have had to go through this experience, sending our boys away to college. And it's tough. Uh, we have to learn to close that door, that chapter of their lives of high school, and open the chapter of their lives of being on their own and being independent and sending them away. And that's a scary time. It's not a scary time for just the child. It's a scary time for parents too. So I kind of want to talk about a little bit about it and kind of help you navigate through it and try to figure out, you know, from the planning side of things to how do we get through it emotionally? Uh, so I think it's a very, very important topic. Uh, we're about to go into that season right now over the next couple of weeks of kids really getting ready to go back to school, whether it's elementary, high school, or going off to college. And so I think this is a really good time to really dive into this to help you as parents really navigate through this new chapter, this new journey that you're about to go through with your child. So for me, for my wife, we went through this. We went through this struggle. Uh, we kind of had to figure things out on our own the first time around. We asked, we got advice and things like that, tips and things from other parents, but we kind of had to figure things out on our own the first time around. The second time around is a little bit easier with our other son. Um, and, and it was scary and hard, um, but I don't want you guys having to go through that. So that's why I'm going to kind of go through these things and kind of talk to you guys about this stuff that, that is important. Uh, one of those things that I want to talk to you about is before the before process, before they go away, just before that summer, before they're going away, like the time that we're in right now, just before they go away, this is really your time as parents to really connect with your child. Um, you want to make sure that you guys uh, develop and strengthen that bond before they go off on their own. This could be something as simple as um, date nights with your child, uh, going out to dinner. I used to do this with my son, taking them out to dinner, just you and him talking, or just you and her talking about what are the, what's their thought processes? What are they nervous about? What are they excited about? Um, what kind of planning do they want to do? Uh, what kind of activities do they want to do? Do they want to have a job on campus? What kind of, you know, all those different things apply, but I think that's a really uh, crucial time right before they go away to college to really help develop and strengthen that bond. You want to strengthen it because trust me, when they're away at college, you're going to need that bond to help um, 
open up the communication channel and the emotions to help you guys get through it together as a, a parent and a child. So that's an important time. My wife loves every year. She, she still does it. She was just out with my son uh, yesterday. Um, my wife loves to go and do uh, back to school shopping with the boys. And even in college, we, she goes and it's just her time with him. Uh, and they sit and chat about different things about school. Uh, and they pick up the necessary things that they need. Uh, he buys the, the items that he needs for, for uh, going away. And that's her time. That is her time. I don't interfere with that. Uh, I let her deal with that because that's her one-on-one -on -one time and her a time to connect with her boys. Um, so those are two ideas, just um, making a date night or maybe uh, doing a shopping trip uh, where it's just you and, and the child, you and your daughter, or you and your son. Um, that's a really great opportunity to connect. Um, <clears throat> really, the important part about that connection is really the relationships. The relationships they're going to have, um, you got to talk to them about, I don't know, time management is important because when kids are away at school, <laughs> the, they may not get up on their own and go to class. They have to learn time management. They have to learn how to navigate across campus. Campuses, college campuses are big. They have to learn how to um, navigate through that. So time management, talking to them about that is important. The other thing is money management, right? We as parents, paying, maybe you're paying for their college. Maybe you're paying for a meal plan. Maybe your child does have a, a, a job either on campus or off campus at the college. Uh, but the one thing that they need to learn is managing their money because they could run out easily. And when you're away at college, as we know, when you're away at college, you do some, you know, going out with friends and things like that, your money doesn't go very far. So it's important to talk about your child about budgeting and learning how to budget and time and money management. So. Um, those are all important areas of discussions when you're doing your shopping trips with them or doing these little dates with them to kind of uh, let them talk and, and connect and bond. So uh, this is a scary time, but this is a time to be excited. This is a time to open up that new chapter and, and allow them to be independent and, and go through that, uh, that journey on their own. Um, the one thing that you can do as parents, though, honestly, is you can offer a guidance. You can offer support but don't try to fix everything. We can't do that. We have to allow them as children to go through certain struggles on their own to kind of help them grow up, help them mature. So yes, as a dad for my two boys, I'm still here to offer support. I'm still here to offer guidance. I always tell them I'm on your team. I'll always be here for you. doesn't matter what you do right. doesn't matter what you do wrong. I'll always be here for you but don't try to fix everything. They have to learn to navigate through, through things on their own, especially when they're going off to college. It's super important. So now what do we do? Okay, so we, we're, we're working on the bonding, we're working on the relationships, we're working on you know, shopping and doing all that other stuff and kind of learning, teaching them about relationships and time management and um, money management, all those different kinds of things. The other thing that we really need to start focusing on is, okay, planning. Now, how do we get to the college? You've got hotels, you've got car rentals, you've got moving trucks. For me and um, from my wife and I and our boys, when we sent them off to college, uh, we drove because it's only a few hours away, but we drove. I would rent a moving truck while we were in the state that we were in. I would rent a moving truck, <clears throat> take all, all the stuff from our cars, to the campus or from the truck to the campus 
and then take the moving truck back. Um, the other idea uh, that we're doing this year is uh, Toro. And I don't know if you guys have heard of that or not, but Toro is a great place to rent cars because renting cars is, can be expensive. But Toro is fairly, fairly uh, relatively inexpensive. Uh, it's one of the areas that we're focusing on right now um, is trying to uh, be budget uh, friendly when trying to uh, move my son away to college. We're about to move him out in a few weeks to go back. And uh, we rented a vehicle. We rented a pickup truck from Toro. And we're going to be loading stuff up and taking it to his school. So Toro is a great, great way to look for uh, car rentals. Um, so something to think about. But hotel is another area. Hotel, plan ahead. Uh, if you don't have a hotel room or you haven't gotten a hotel room set up yet, I would suggest you do that. Um, when you're about to go to college, you're about to send your son off to college, your daughter off to college, make sure you have, know the moving agenda. Uh, if, you're, if you're not organized in that area, that's something that can, can kind of uh, get confusing the day of, trying to figure it out the day of. Uh, I'm a, I'm huge in detailed and planning. Uh, and so I always have a, an idea of what's going to happen and how it's going to happen before we get there. So I understand and it does, and make it as smooth as possible. Um, one of the things that the schools should send you or have on their website is a packing list. There are going to be items for you parents, just so you know, this, your child's going to want to bring everything under the sun uh, to their, to their college. There's going to be items on that list that they should bring and must bring. And there's going to be items on the list that they cannot bring. Don't make the mistake of going and buying them a microwave for their room if they're not allowed to have a microwave in there. Those kind of things you got to look for. So make sure you understand what the packing list says from the college so you get an idea of that. And then obviously, um, before you head out, when you box all their stuff up, it's a good idea, even though it may not be necessary but it's a good idea to label all their boxes with their room number, um, apartment number, whatever it is for our boys, they were living in an apartment. So the apartment number and their last name. So that way, when you did pull up to the school, you guys may be the ones uh, unloading the cars or the trucks and taking it up to the room, but there may be kids there, students there volunteering to help parents out, move their stuff in. And if that's the case, you don't want a strange person taking a box and going up to the room and not knowing what room it is and ending up lost. So it's a good idea to do that stuff. I do that. I label it with their last name, my boy's last name and the room number, their apartment number. Um, so that way we know that it's not going to get lost. Um, and then, you know, obviously the move in day, got to know the agenda, obviously, as I talked about before, but one of the things that's important for the move in day is you got to have patience. Um, the move in day is going to be hectic. Um, I know some campuses are more hectic than others. The one, the school that my boys go to, it's, it runs pretty smooth, but moving day can be hectic. So have patience, uh, enjoy this time, enjoy this journey, enjoy this process that you all are going through. You may be going through it for the first time. And if that's the case, this is a whole new area in your lives that you got to really uh, um, capture. So really enjoy this time in this moment, have patience. All right. Um, and be prepared. When you're going out, when your son or daughter is going off to college, like I said, they're going to want to bring everything under the sun with them. But one thing you want to keep in mind is you do not want to load down the truck with everything. It may not all fit in their room. So what I highly recommend is I'll, this is what I did. My wife and I did when we were when we moved our son away to college, when he, my older son away with college. We made sure we brought what he needed right now 
And then we, when we moved him in, we got an idea of what his room looked like, his apartment, so we can get an idea of what would really work in there. And then from there, we stayed an extra day or two so that way we could go and shop and buy the bigger things like maybe a refrigerator, maybe a dining room table or a coffee table, maybe a couch. I'll tell you a funny story about a couch. My son needed a couch for his apartment. When he and I were out there uh, moving him in, uh, we, uh, we needed to find a couch. He didn't have one. He and his roommates didn't have one. So we went to Ikea and we bought a sectional. I had a rented a pickup truck. We bought a sectional and we had to, it was the floor model at Ikea. Uh, they didn't have any more left in stock. So it was the floor model. So it was all put together. So they said, well, if you can take this floor model apart, then you can, then we'll sell it to you. So we had to do that. So my son and I were in the middle of Ikea taking this floor model sectional couch apart so we could haul it. In, we put it in several carts or on several carts, hauled it out to the truck, then come to turn out when we got it all situated and tried to get it all fitting in the truck, it almost didn't fit. Um, we had to, I mean, I had to maneuver that thing as best I could. And we had about a uh, maybe a 10 mile drive back to the campus. So here we are taking this thing apart in the middle of Ikea, hauling it out to the truck, loading it in the truck, move, maneuvering it so it would all fit, tying it down as tight as we could, and then driving at 20 miles an hour on the freeway because I couldn't go any faster because I didn't want the cushions or anything else to fly out of the truck, driving at 20 miles an hour down on the freeway about 10 miles. That was an ordeal. That was fun. Then we had to carry it three flights of stairs up, his, up to his room, each of these pieces of, of sectional couch. So yeah, so that was a lot of fun. So look forward to that, parents. <laughs> um, but one of the things you need to keep in mind is doing the big item shopping when you get to the school. Don't do it before because you don't know if it's going to fit. You don't know what's going to look right. And the other thing is, if they live with somebody else or maybe two other people, they may already have that item. So it may not be something you need to buy. And that's another good thing you need to do with your child or let them do when you guys get there is allow them to communicate with their roommates to figure out, okay, who's going to buy what? One roommate will buy this, another one will buy this, and, and you guys will buy that. It doesn't matter what it is. All I'm saying is make sure that you guys communicate with their roommates so you have an idea exactly what everybody's going to get. And don't buy the big items until you get there because... Uh, it may not fit or somebody may already have it. All right. That's an important time. And again, enjoy the time. It's, I know you got to have patience. It's a lot of work, but this is, this is a fun time in your life. And this is a fun time in their life. And um, with your, with your son or daughter meeting their roommates, it's really important if they brought their families with them for the parents to meet each other. That's an important time to connect with other people that your child is going to your child is going to be sharing a room with their child you want to really connect with the parents you can learn a lot about a child just from talking to the parents so um, that's a good time for you mom and dad to really meet who uh, is staying in the room with your child and also meet their parents um, so make sure you do that one of the things that my wife loves to do when we moved our boys into college is she loves cleaning their room meaning cleaning up their apartment and she loves helping them unpack and set up the room. Now, I'm not a big fan of this because I think they should kind of take the initiative on their own, but my wife wants to make sure they're as comfortable as possible 
So that way, when we, when we do uh, leave and go off on our own, they're not feeling lost. So it's okay to help unpack and help set up the room. This will help, this will not only uh, help them feel at ease and be more comfortable, but at the same time, they're not spending their first day or two in, in school trying to unpack and set up the room. They can actually spend the time out with friends and meeting other people, which is the most important part about going to college uh, besides school. The most important part about going to college is meeting other people. So make sure you guys help them set up, help them unpack, clean the room a little bit um, and, and get them situated so that way they can really enjoy their time there. Um, and the last, uh, while you're going through this move-in day process, take a tour of the campus. You as parents, maybe you already did this when, you, when, when your child was initially in high school and you guys took a tour of the school, but do it again, because it's, maybe it's been a year or two. I would do it again. Um, take a tour of the campus, understand the layout. And for you dads, if you have daughters, and this could apply to, to your sons too, but if you have daughters, it's really important that your sons and daughters understand where the emergency call boxes are. That's huge, all right? You don't know what's gonna happen. You don't know what they're gonna be doing. They're gonna be away from you. It's important for them to understand where the emergency services are, where the emergency call boxes are. That's important. So I would highly recommend that you take a tour of the campus. It's a great opportunity to talk about, uh, you know, that's a great opportunity to talk about time management too. Getting an idea of where their apartment or dorm is or um, their room is to where maybe there's some of their classes are. Um, so we always we always did that with our boys taking a tour of the campus so you could really understand as parents the layout of the property. Um, so that's something to think about. Um, and last, one of the really hardest, one of the real hardest parts about uh, sending our boys or our girls, sons or daughters off to college is the goodbyes. Uh, this is a very emotional and tough time, not only for dads, but for moms. Uh, this is a really tough time for them. Um, you want to uh, make sure your child has everything. Uh, they have everything that they need. Um, they're situated. They're comfortable. Uh, and I want to emphasize you need to try to keep your emotions in check as much as possible. I know moms, it's going to be hard. Uh, dads, maybe with your daughters, not so much with your sons, but uh, it's going to be hard to keep your emotions in check. Um, but I highly recommend it because you don't want your child feeling uh, guilty about being off on their own. And you don't want them put them in a stressful situation. So if you can, please keep your emotions in check. It's okay to get em emotional, but just try to keep them in check a little bit because this is, a, this is going to be a huge transition from the moment that you give that last hug and you get in the car and drive away um, to when you're back home and now they're really on their own. So make sure you keep it, uh, keep your emotions in check. And the last thing I would tell you is just um, keep it brief. You know, you just spent the last day or so with them, maybe a couple days. We try to do two days. Um, you just spent the last day or so with them, getting them acclimated to the area, getting them moved in, getting their apartment set up, uh, taking a tour of the campus, doing the big shopping. Maybe you guys went out to a couple nice meals together, got to know their roommates and the families. You got to spend some really quality time with them and really connect with them while they're in their new environment. So now it's time to keep it brief. The second that we pull up to say goodbye to our son or daughter, keep it brief. Let them know you're there for them. Let them know you support them. Let them know that you're always uh, a FaceTime or phone call, whatever it is, away. Uh, let them know those things, but tell them 
that they need to make some friends and enjoy themselves and have fun with this journey that they're about to uh, go on. And so keep it brief. And then last, leave. Give them the hugs. Tell them you love them. Tell them you're there for them. Make sure they have everything they need. Keep it brief, then leave. Get in the car and leave. Let them go. They have to do this. That's the only way they're going to grow. It's what we had to do with our boys. It's what you have to do with your, with your son or daughter. And this applies to even if your son or daughter is staying at a college 20 minutes down the road. It applies. The same applies. Keep it brief. Leave. You got to do it. All right. Now, they're on their own. This is their chance, for parents, for them to meet new people, right? You can't be 15 minutes down the road from you saying goodbye to them and then call them up or FaceTime and say, I miss you already. I miss you. Can't be doing that. Give them space. This is one thing, you know, it's interesting when I was thinking about this topic, um, I was talking to my wife about it and she was, you know, kind of thinking of some things for uh, this topic. And I asked my older son. And my older son, you know, one of the first things he said was, give, give me space. As, as, a, as a college student, he wanted space because this is his time to really meet people. So you have to understand that as parents, you need to give your child space. This is their time. They're away on their own. Uh, I know it's going to be tough. I know it's going to be hard. Um, that's a really tough thing to do as parents. We just raised them up through 18 years of them essentially being un, under our wing for the last 18 years, night and day. And the last thing we want to do is, is say goodbye for who knows how long, right? So, but you've got to learn to give them space. We have technology where we can text and all that stuff, but just let them reach out to you. That's what I would say. Let them reach out to you. Let them reach out to you. <clears throat> you can provide, as I said in the beginning of the conversation, you can provide the offer. You can offer guidance and support and all that but let them reach out to you after you've departed and went your separate ways uh, because this is really the time for them to grow. This is going to be tough, parents. I'm telling you, it's going to be tough, but you can do it. Um, listen, uh, what I was talking about before about let them reach out to you, that, that kind of applies to you know doing more listening and less talking, right? If they reach out to you about something, uh, dad, mom, uh, I think I forgot this, or what kind of laundry detergent should I use? right? Those kind of things. Um, then you can respond and give them, offer them some guidance. That's fine. But do more listening and less talking. And not always try to provide that quick fix. Just offer the guidance and support that you can. Uh, we had our son call us up when he was away for his first year of college. Um, he knew how to use our washing machine at home, but he wasn't quite sure how to use the school's washing machine. That was something that we didn't go over when we, uh, when we were kind of taking a tour of his apartment uh, and the apartment building. Um, so, you know, he had to FaceTime us. We had to kind of figure it out. Uh, and uh, it ended up being just an operating system on his phone. It was a Wi-Fi kind of operating system on his phone that he just used uh, for the washing machine. But those kind of things are important to understand. So they may be reaching out to you for those little technical things or, uh, you know, maybe, uh, I, I don't know. Uh, it's something that uh, to keep in mind. But what I'd like to say is just offer guidance. Don't try to try to fix everything. Let them try to find their own way. All right. Lastly, what I would say, not last, but one of the important topics that I would like to um, share with you here when you've gone on your own and they're on their own. Um, this is going to be hard, but you're going to have some colleges that will talk about this. Do not let your child come home. You're going to be like, what? 
What are you talking about, Brian? If my child wants to come home, they can come home. No, I'm telling you, when you leave that first time and, you, and they're away at college for the first time, do not, let them, do not let them come home at least for a month. I, I would highly recommend a month. Uh, the college that my boys go to, that's what they say, at least a month. Um, this is important because they're so used to being at home those last 18 years. This is their comfort zone. This is their area of contentment. This is where they're really, they really feel safe. Now they're going off to a strange environment, meeting new people. And if you allow them to come home, especially like that, you know, that first week or the first couple of weeks, you allow them to come home, they're going to feel like they're back in their comfort zone. They're going to feel like they're back in their safe zone and they may not want to go back. And then it's going to be a transition of trying to help them uh, emotionally get through trying to go back. So I would highly recommend parents, dads, do not let your daughters come home the first month. Moms, do not let your sons come home the first month. Parents, do not let your kids come home the first month, at least. I'm telling you, this is a time that they need to get acclimated to the area, the, 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 uh, the, the, what they're living in now and what they're doing now. They have to get used to this. And the second you allow them to come home after you've just dropped them off, the easier it is going to be for them to stay home. So don't let them do it. Um, you may even find yourself the first few months of your child really wanting to come home. And uh, I would highly encourage you, just encourage them to try to stick it out a little bit because you don't want them getting back here and not wanting to go back. So you're their parent. Know when it's absolutely necessary to get involved and when not to. And maybe, uh, maybe your child's going through an emotional, maybe stressful, maybe they're becoming depressed because they're missing home or they're not making friends or they're feeling lonely or things aren't working out or they don't like their classes, things like that can happen. Uh, if they are going through a situation where they're really feeling uh, depressed and becoming down or closing off, that may be a time that you need to get involved as parents because uh, mental health issues are a big, big issue right now for a lot of people, but in particular kids, uh, especially with the pandemic that we just went through. And this is a really, uh, really important area that if you're starting to notice a huge behavioral shift in your child, uh, especially with them closing off or becoming depressed, that may be a time for you to get involved. That may be time for you to, it may be necessary then for you to get involved. Um, so something to think about. They're on their own, parents. It's time to let them be on their own. Now, parents, this last section, I mean, something that um, my wife and I thought was a good idea to talk about because this really doesn't apply to your child being away at college. Uh, it really isn't about the child being away at college. This last section is really about you. And what are you going to do now? Because now you're an empty nester. And I'll tell you a funny story. My older son was away at college. My younger son was graduating high school. And when he was getting ready to, uh, he was in his last year of high school. Um, I started feeling um, kind of not necessarily depressed, but I kind of feel, I felt like an emptiness in me. And I didn't know how to explain it. I felt like my dad journey had ended. 
I felt like my dad journey was coming to a roll uh, to an end. My younger son, my older son was off in college. My younger son was about to go to way, go away to college. And I felt like I had done everything I had to do as a dad. And now what am I going to do? I felt lost and I wasn't sure what to do. And one of the, one of the best things you can do as, as an empty nester is, um, you know, find a hobby, find something that you want to do different. You know what I did? I did find a hobby. That hobby has uh, become very close to my heart. It's something that I took on with, um, had no idea how it would turn out, but I went ahead and did it anyways. And that hobby that I took on, because I was feeling this kind of this emptiness kind of syndrome in me, felt this emptiness in my heart, didn't know what to do as a dad. My boys were grown and gone. Uh, I started this podcast and I thought this was a great opportunity for me to kind of help other dads and moms, but help parents in general become better parents. So what did I do as a hobby? I started a podcast and here we are two and a half years later, running strong and loving every minute of it. So maybe, maybe it's time to uh, take up a hobby. Maybe it's time to change careers. Uh, I don't know. One of the uh, areas that you could focus on though, as an empty nester, is really reconnecting with your spouse. This is a great opportunity. You guys have had a busy, busy lives for the last 18 years trying to raise your child or children. Now they're away at college and it's just you and your spouse. This is a great time for you guys to reconnect. This is a great time for you guys as partners, as husband and wife, to pick up a new hobby together. Uh, my wife and I did, started doing a lot more hiking together on our uh, together once our boys were off in college. Uh, we had more freedom to do those things. So this is an absolutely wonderful time to reconnect with your spouse. Pick a book. We we also did that. It was another thing that we did. We we picked up a marriage book and and we each got a copy and we started reading the marriage this marriage book together. Uh, that's another area. I mean, just different things, different ways to reconnect with your spouse. But you guys are in this empty house now. Your kids are grown and gone. This is a great opportunity to reconnect. And the other thing is reconnect with old friends. Why not do that? People that you haven't talked to in a while, reconnect with them. It's another great opportunity for you to do that. So reconnecting with your spouse, reconnecting with old friends, uh, you're going to have this loneliness in your heart. You're going to feel this emptiness in your heart. And these areas are super important for you as parents when you go through this empty nester, empty nest syndrome. Um, taking up a new hobby and career, um, those, those, again, I took up the hobby of uh, the Dad Up podcast. You can take up a hobby or maybe look at a different career. Um, and the other important thing is make sure you're keeping in touch with your child. I don't discourage that. Um, as I said in the beginning, I think it's important to allow your child to reach out to you, but it's okay to talk to your child when they're away at school. Uh, I know for my older son, uh, when he was away at college, um, my wife talked to him uh, on the telephone at least once a day. Now that's overkill. I do not think that you should be talking to your child at least once a day on the phone, but mom missed him. And they didn't talk very long. They talked for just a few minutes, but she just wanted to get an idea of how his day was. Uh, and so they did that every single, it was a kind of a, a nightly ritual for them. Uh, they did that every single evening uh, and they talked on the phone. I talked to my son probably a couple times a week, maybe once or twice a week. And then FaceTime, obviously that's, that's also important, but 
Um, it's okay to reach out to your child when they're away at school, uh, but for when they're first away, the first month or two, allow them to reach out to you. It's really important for them to get acclimated to where they are and really start to develop the relationships and the friendships that they have when they're in school. And then last, if you're really going through a struggle and none of these ideas that I've suggested you've tried have worked, maybe seeking professional help is another area that you could do. Um, seeking uh, somebody, sitting down with somebody really talking about this empty nest, or empty nest syndrome that you might be going through and feeling sad about or you know, the emotions that you're going through. So seeking professional help is, is never, never a bad thing. So um, make sure you guys are doing that if necessary. All right. So listen, I hope all these tips, tools, suggestions, planning, I talked about a lot of different areas that you can go through uh, that you can deal with when having to go send your child away to college. All these different areas are super um, critical, super important. I did this because I think this is a great opportunity for you as parents to really understand and make this transition as easy as possible. And so I think it's a, 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 I think it was I think it was a great idea to do this topic. So I wanted to make sure I did that for you. Um, so I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have questions, you can always reach out to me, whether it's through social media or my website. You can always reach out to me and ask me questions. Uh, you can reach me at, in, on Instagram at Dad Up Podcast, or you can reach out to me on, um, on my website at dadaptribe.com. Um, but make sure you guys reach out to me, ask me questions. If you have concerns or you're uh, still unsure about something, maybe I didn't answer something, uh, talk about something that maybe it's come up for you as a parent getting ready to send your child away to college, let me know and I'll be happy to answer it. I would love to, uh, no problem at all. So um, yeah, for you guys going through this, uh, your child going through this, for you going through this, as I said, this is an, an important chapter in your lives. This is a fun time in your life. Make sure you guys enjoy it. Make sure you guys cherish it. Uh, it's a memory that you'll have forever. Um, so have fun with it. Have patience, have love, build the connections and have fun with it because this is a really important time in your life and in your child's life. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Dad Up. I know it was just me and I rambled on forever, but I wanted to make sure you guys had all, this, uh, all these nuggets for you as you're about to send your child away to college. I appreciate you all, love you all, and I look forward to seeing you all on the next episode of Dad Up. Thanks so much for listening to the episode. Make sure you guys subscribe to my podcast and YouTube channel. And please do me a favor, leave a rating and a review. Would love to hear from you and see what you think of the show. Stay tuned for more exciting episodes each week. Until next time, thank you for listening to the Data Podcast. <laughs>